Hey there. Merry Christmas. You know, I've got my kind of funky that the chat feature is different today, so I can may not be able to see you guys in chat. Let me see if I can get that fixed real quick. How are you guys doing? I don't know what the deal is. Can you not allow me to see? So you know what? That's probably cool. I will just uh, focus on what I'm going to be teaching on today. I've got a heck of a word. Um, really, really uh, interesting word for where we're at. Season. Happy Friday. Hope you guys have had a great week and you're working your way into this holiday season. We get this thing going. I um, hope you got your shopping done and everything that's been to be needed to be done while we're trying to get to the big day. So anyway, oh, and someone's trying to call me, but I can't get that. So anyway, voicemail. So what's God saying for you right now? I, I actually do have a very, very interesting word today. Um, and the title seems like it's kind of uh, negative, but it's not. It's actually really positive. Get to the end of the title. But we're walking through a trust test right now. For those of you who are trying to figure out <clears throat> what's going on and actually where we're at, we're in a transitional place. Transitional places are really, really key <clears throat> so that you, because you're vulnerable in transition. You have to understand that you're vulnerable in transition. <clears throat> but the title today is, Dead ends for some, turnarounds for others, the valley of the shadow of death, aka a trust test, where everything looks like it was dying around you. Things that were going for died, and God said, No, I allowed it. I allowed it all to happen the way I meant for it to happen because I've got you in a place to keep you or to teach you how to trust me in all things. And so, What's going on with witchcraft? We'll get into that in a second. We'll get into the, the topic matter in a second. But what's going on with witchcraft around? Um, heavy, heavy witchcraft. I told you as we entered into C4, C4 would be a, a time of heavy angelic activity. But because of the state of the nation right now, we're actually experiencing <clears throat> heavier than usual. And it's because the enemy's conjuring demons while God is having you learn to work with the angels. But there are more that are for us than are against us. So vessels, we're also dealing with people abusing the word of God without God's permission. Remember I told you on Tuesday night that, hey, good afternoon, everybody. It's good to see you guys. I see we've got more viewers on there. So I'm going to let you guys keep loading up and I'll just keep on with the word. But I told you guys, I've been meeting with the Lord. The Lord's been really, really uh, explaining a lot of things to me about this new place and this new move and what its expectations are from the body of Christ right now because I think what the body has failed to realize there's so first of all there's so many immature people in the spirit there's so many I'm not trying to be I'm not even gonna explain away it's the truth it's it's a it's the real truth because so many people in America have have been raised up underneath this fake apparatus this plastic dead apparatus of religion and that's your normal but that's not God that's not God and so God is trying to set the captives free by helping you become a better me or a better you through Christ by getting deliverance for those who will listen in this hour. But we've got few people listening because they're afraid of making mistakes or they're afraid of it being wrong. And hello, they're running out of wine. They're running out of firepower. And so they're wondering what's going on in this transitional place. And so this is a setup from the Lord through the valley of the shadow of death to try to teach you 
and to push you into higher firepower. And we'll get into that here in a second. I hope you guys can hear me. Again, I don't have chat on. I don't know why. That's funkadunk today. I don't know why. But um, what's happening now is what we're running into is because people that are losing firepower, and God had me warn people about this for the last year and a half. I said, this is coming. This is what's coming. And I didn't understand it when I was saying it, but now I do because God was moving into a higher or moving those who would listen into a higher dimension of himself. And so you had to get free from you in order to make room for him. And a lot of people think they're okay. They're like, I'm fine. I go to church every Sunday. Well, big whoop. All of us listen to church on Sunday. Hopefully you attend. If you don't, a lot of people are leaving church right now because they can't find a, a church that will move with the Holy Spirit, which is what God is moving into, by the way. But now we're dealing with people trying to make up for lost time. Hello, you can't do that. You can't, there's no way to do that if you get behind. And, and by the way, you, I'll go into that in a second. But so what they're doing in their attempt to gain power, which is, I don't know what you call it, except for desperate, desperation to gain power, they're abusing the word of God. And the Lord told me about a week and a half ago, he said, you know, I am the word. And he said, if I'm the word, and he goes, and you don't have permission to use my spirit, and your heart is wrong, and you're using the word of God for friendly fire or for evil because your motives are off, your truth is off, your truth doesn't match God's truth, your plan doesn't match God's plan, you're trying to play someone else's God, hello, you've got Jezebel on you, manipulation and control, Leviathan, which twists the truth, and you refuse to acknowledge your heart condition. Lord says you'll be one of those that loses firepower in this season. You're already, it's already happening. So what's, happen, what's happening then, what they're doing is they're trying in their desperation to abuse the word of God without God's permission. <clears throat> and that's being brought on by a lot of planetary magic. Why is planetary magic important? You need to be binding it, by the way, please. Um, the occult releases planetary magic, cosmos magic, zodiac magic, the three main magics, to release macro spells over humanity. It's so that they can control intercessors and frontrunners to control the new move of God. You can't control God. <clears throat> Pardon me, Acts 5.39. If something's of God, <clears throat> sorry, you can't control it. You can't stop it, which is the good news. But... Where we're currently at, as the body, is in the middle of the valley of the shadow of death, where God is putting to death everything not of him. He's taking it down. <clears throat> you have a heart condition not of him, he's making you deal with yourself. It's causing you to decrease in power. So it's on your vessel, it's on your heart, it's around you spiritually. But God, and, and I know, thank you, Holy Spirit, there's, there's a lot of people saying, but the Lord, Lord, we've already been stripped down to the studs. How can you possibly take more from us? Believe me, he took it from around us. <clears throat> now he's dealing within you. He's making you deal within your own heart so that all you're left with is God. He's stripping you down to him you will learn to get back to the basics of love you want the ancient of days right you've been praying for an ancient or for a move of god right <clears throat> the only way to get that is by allowing him to reduce you to him 
if you let him. And if you don't, if you still think you've got it all figured out and that you know what he's going to do next because you're God, you're better than God, you think you know more than God like Satan did, then knock yourself out. The rest of us will continue to move in this new move and we'll enjoy our lives. But that's what he's doing. <clears throat> in this season, God is also bringing his staff and his power for those who know how to carry it responsibly, correctly. And they don't abuse other people with it. They're leaders that do what God tells them to do. They're about his sheep. They're about God's business. They're about getting God's people free. They're focused on the main thing, which is shepherding correctly. Not about their pocketbooks. Not about building their numbers. Not about building their own uh, social media presence or whatever the heck you've got yourself focused on. <clears throat> That's not relevant for the hour. Matter of fact, God's doing away with the mega churches. They're all going away. I don't care if you don't believe me. I know what he said. I'm not the only one saying it. But he's getting us into smaller environments to where we can actually feel comfortable and safe in environments getting free, where we can start stepping into this deliverance process and start developing this new wine. That's where he's putting us into right now. And so we're going to move into this new place where we're learning to Operate in his spirit, his weighty presence. What's well, part of the new move is the weighty presence of God. <clears throat> but if you choose to stay in pride or to defend the dead apparatus of religion that does nothing for you, then you choose to stay behind in this season. Which moves us to Joel 1, 1 through 3, 21, which we're talking about drought and plagues. And I saw that and I thought, that's an old topic. And the Lord said, no, it's not. It's not an old topic. He said, it's during the time where my people had gotten so barren and godless that they had nothing. Not only were they godless, they were a godless society. They had grown barren on the outside. Do you understand that only God can make you fruitful? Only God can bring you blessing. You can't take your next breath without God. You can't. And we've got so many people trying to be their own God, especially in the church. And the church is so sick right now. It's a very, very sick place to be. And it was supposed to be a hospital to fix people, but it turned into a banking system where it tried to fleece people. So God's like, I'm doing away with that. I'm doing away with that. I'm going to get it back to the way it was originally meant to operate. So we see drought. We see drought in people's land. And actually, if you know anything about the book of Joel, <clears throat> it was a time where Joel was used to cause the people of that day to repent. He was telling them, you need to turn back to your first love. You need to come back to the basics of love. You need to come back to the truth, back to what you know or what he says truth to be the way you used to know him. Some of you got a gift of love then you've not really stepped too far away, hopefully. But we've got so many people trying to be accepted and trying to be like the world, trying to be like everybody else, trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to be something God never meant for them to be. And the God says, I've called you to be set apart. I've called you to be set apart. And now you've lost your heart. You've lost the main thing. You lost identity. And now they've got you just as confused as they are. Because you got caught up in that spirit that operates on them, says the Lord. And now I've got to call you back to me. And I've got to get you free in me. 
But I've called you to repent if my people who are called by my name will turn from their wickedness and, and he, repent, I'll heal their land. He told us that years ago. Many started in the process then, thank God. But he's calling us to turn back to all truth, back to the basics of love. Because it was a day of the Lord. And it was a day of the future judgment coming. Hello, when truth walks in the room, judgment's right behind it. You want to know why? Because when truth walks in the room, judgment has to inspect people. It has to inspect things. Why do you think in the clock of God, when we move through C1, 2, 3, and 4, we go through C2, we head through the eye of the needle, we hit through uh, C3, and we start moving through C4. It's the highest place of God's spirit on the clock, highest part of kingdom. And you get the fight between the serpent side of yourself versus the eagle side of yourself. You're fighting your old nature trying to pull you back down versus the Holy Spirit trying to pull you up into heavenly things. You've got a choice. You've got a big choice during C2 to choose strange fire versus Holy Ghost fire to develop the mind of Christ versus staying in your old ways, <clears throat> staying in the spirit that's on the world. That's witchcraft. And it'll be witchcraft until Christ comes home or comes to get us. But it's a new place, says the Lord. And so the Lord is saying, I have to bring you back into all truth because of the confusion that strange fire brings with it. Because this is my day, says the Lord. It's not the enemy's day. It's not the enemy's time. But there is a future judgment coming with plagues and locusts to take what was left to an already stripped down people. The Lord says, I'm stripping you down to nothing but me so that you'll see the way in which you're to walk so that you can have an eternity. The Lord says, I'm all about eternal things coming into fruition in this hour. It's not about your hour of power. The Lord says, it's mine. And I'm not sharing the divine with anybody, especially people who think that they are me. Well, it says, I'll kick you off my throne. Because it's my name that's going to be known, says the Lord, not yours. So, the Lord's saying too in this hour, God's message of judgment doesn't come without hope. But the Lord is saying, in this season, I'm coming back in power to rest on those who would choose to walk uprightly, not in their own ways, but mine. And when you choose to walk in your own standards, rest assured you're bound to fail or fall short of my glory because your ways aren't my own. And a lot of you are so full of self that you think, well, I've been in church every Sunday. I've been sitting in church. I'm a leader and I've been doing this and da, 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 da. But have you looked at your heart condition? Have Some of you are warriors and you've gotten battle weary and you've gotten bitterness of soul because of Having been in the battle too long, you were like Dan. You didn't know when to stop warring and to allow God to clean you up as a bloody warrior from past war seasons as you came into new facets of himself. See, you can think you're going somewhere when in reality you're still stuck in a past season. You can try to convince yourself all day long, I'm going somewhere, I'm so-and-so. You don't know who I am. God doesn't care. <laughs> He didn't care. He's saying, obviously, you don't know who I am or who he is. That's what he's saying. Because it's all about humility in this season. It's all about humility. 
The first shall be last and the last shall be first. It's about lowering yourself before a king to serve him and to serve his people. To, we're not, he's, not, he's not looking for leaders coming to be served. He's looking for true shepherds looking to serve and who really have a heart for the sheep, who really want to get the sheep cleaned up. Because remember, he's coming back for a pure spotless bride, a warring bride. And a lot of these leaders have set up our sheep to be like milk toast men in society. Milk toast Christians. They want you to wear your little hair in a bun and they want you to do all these little feminine things and all these things that make you kind of a wuss. And God's like, I'm not coming back for a wuss. I'm coming back for a warring bride. For a bride who knows how to slam dunk the enemy. At my directives. At my directives. Not at your own. Because your heart might not be right. The Lord says, I don't take kindly to you using my spirit for unholy things because I am the word. The Lord says, I'm tired of people using my spirit for evil outside of my will. So you've got the king's decree all wrong. That's for an evil king, queen, and a priest who uses and makes evil decrees out of the spirit of death on their tongue. The Lord says, I won't, I won't listen to your prayers. That's why you're falling short. That's why you're losing firepower. Because you won't get cleaned up. Which is a need for you to seek God in this hour. So God's saying, do you understand that the times we're currently walking in are actually the smaller judgments that have to occur in order for man to align in time? you understand that? So judgment then serves as a tool to force the church into maturity for those who will listen. And those that choose to continue operating in the same old structure, hello, God is not a structure. He flows in spirit. He flows in spirit. He wants, you know, I, I've been saying this for about a week and a half too. The Lord's been showing me and I was kind of app apprehensive about saying it. But the Lord's been telling me, I'm upset with the church right now. I'm very upset with leaders, especially, who have gotten their eye off the ball. And, and matter of fact, I just heard a sermon, a sermon last Sunday I love this pastor. He's from God TV. I love, 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 love him. So humble and he's so sincere. And he was asking everybody, why are you here? Why are you here? And it was so relevant, relevant for the hour because even as leaders, we have to ask ourselves, why are we here? Why did you even step up into leadership? Why do you have this driving need? If some of you want to start ministries or whatever, why are you, do, why are you even led to do that? Do you even know why? Is it to build your own name? Is it to build a big brand? Is it to build platforms? Is it to get all these sheep following you that you can't take care of? So you have to be realistic as to why you're here. <clears throat> realistic into what your calling consists of and, and understanding that if you can't take care of something responsibly like a family or sheep or whatever God's given you to steward, then you can't grow beyond that capacity. And if you did, especially illegally, <clears throat> a lot of people do it illegally. I'm so sorry. Um, then you have overextended yourself. And so all these sheep are found, in, they're left in a lurch. And so God is coming back now <clears throat> and he's saying, I will mature those who want to listen. If I have to draw those sheep out into more healthier fields, which he's going to do anyway, because he's all about health, good health and 
uh, developing the mind of Christ right now. But <clears throat> I am so sorry. But he's tired of people getting stuck in stagnation. He sees the lack of new wine. There's no firepower. He told you this for the last year and a half. It was coming. <clears throat> and so he wants a body who knows how to allow God to come in and flow. And they're not stifling him. They're not trying to tell God what to do. They know how to listen and wait on him so that he can show them the way in which they're to walk for that body, <clears throat> for that assignment. And he's so upset right now because he's upset with the lack of maturity and, and the lack of progress, but he is pleased with the remnant. I will say that. He's very pleased with you. A lot of the remnant in this hour, Lord says, you've come farther than I ever expected my body to make it in this hour. Lord says, even though I've tarried, I'm still bringing on my firepower on your vessel. You've readied yourself. So you're operating in that new wine right now. So this is that demarcation I was talking about on Tuesday. If you caught the word, I'm sorry for the replay. Um, I just got a word the night before, so I decided to do it like that. But I love, I missed you. I really missed you. Um, I'm glad to see you. I hope you're having a great week. Um, hope you're enjoying your holiday season too. But I had to release that word that night. And so I just thought, well, you know what? God's got a plan. And I was grateful. I figured you'd get it anyway. Obviously, people... They were listening to it. So they're looking for answers, which is good. But <clears throat> the current time we're experiencing, if, if you've noticed the spiritual atmosphere, the wind has picked up. The, I told you pressure's coming. 2023 is going to be a year of mega pressure. Especially for those at the lower sides of the mountain. You're going to really get, you're going to have to go through. Um, it's going to be a year for mega inner healing going to be a year for mega skipping levels people are going to start grasping the idea and grasping the concept and they're going to start trying to jump on board and get into this new move <clears throat> and so it's coming to those who are drawing closer to a spirit and those who are choosing to obey and do what he telling them to do and to hear what he has to say so you might already be feeling that slight uptick in that right now that's to be expected as we move closer to the end. God says this to you. I'm taking you another way. The remnant. For those of you who have obeyed the calling and come through past testings, testings of fire, because the purification has allowed me to take you higher into a place that bypasses all enemy crossfire. But you're still going to experience, unfortunately, friendly fire. From those who don't recognize my presence in this new move in place. And if they don't recognize you like they didn't understand me when I came into Israel. They didn't see him then. They don't see him now. A lot of people aren't recognizing the new move. And it's because it doesn't look like they thought it would look like. I don't know what you expected it to look like. <clears throat> I didn't come into this thing with any expectations of what I thought God would look like. I'm just looking for a spirit. I'm just waiting for that shift. And all along, I'm doing every little jot and tittle thing he's telling me to do to get ready for whatever he's taking me into. That's how critical the hour is. You do everything he tells you when he tells you to do it. Every single thing. Don't miss anything. No matter how 
small it may seem. It matters. And the Lord says, if they didn't understand me then, they're not going to understand you now. Because they can't see. <clears throat> the reason why they can't see is that there are two types of fire operating in this season, says the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do you want me to go there? Okay. Thank you. Spirit said that you'd be first, John. Cool. Thanks, God. Um, there are two types of fire operating right now. Remember, I, I've uh, talked to you in C2, and I've told you about walking through C2, and you've got strange fire going on, and then you've got Holy Ghost fire. The Holy Ghost fire is for refining. And the strange fire not is for refining. Obviously, one is truth and one is a lie. One is from the occult or from people operating in friendly fire and witchcraft in the church. People that choose to side with the enemy over here. And, pardon me, and then you've got the remnant <clears throat> who are choosing to get free. So they're staying right and they're tracking right with God. They're doing exactly what he's telling them to do. They're getting free. Uh, C2 is a time of heavy deliverance. Mainly C1 is where it starts. We're going to be getting into that this year. You're going to want to be tracking with us this year. We're going to be teaching you how to move through the heart of God. 2023 is going to be a completely different year for Ezekiel's will for you. Teach you how to move through the clock. Okay? But you've got choices in C2. And C2 is a highly critical, critical uh, chamber of God's heart because of that fire in its capability to make or break you. And this is where you get into trading. You've heard about the trading floors where you have the ability every day, 24 hours a day, to make choices. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You bring that up. <clears throat> um, during C2, you're going to find that the enemy comes in with things that look like, sound like, taste like, but all that glitters is not gold. So you're going to have to really test the spirit, whether it's with dealing with people, whether it's in dealing with situations, <clears throat> making big decisions. You need to ask God about everything. God, what do you have to say about this? Everything. I don't care how big or small. Ask God, what do you have to say about this, God? Test the spirit. Because if you get caught up in this strange fire and you get off, you're developing and helping to build. You start getting into the mindset of the enemy. Remember, he's in the zodiac. That's his clock. That's his heart. The Maseroth is God's heart. That's his clock. That's his timing. So you're going to want to continue to ask God, what do you have to say about this in order to stay aligned and continue moving down the trajectory towards destiny, right? By the way, if you're trying to and you're doing your best, God's, if you don't know what to do, ask God to order your footsteps. Psalms 37, 23. That's a way to stay in timing. Ask God to order your thoughts. You want a key to make it through C2? From now on, ask God to order your thoughts. Psalms 37, 23. And keep them. Jeremiah 112. For all the evil people in the body of Christ who don't know how to get cleaned up and they want to, because they're operating in the enemy's heart, so they're malicious and they are messed up and sick and dysfunctional. They're messed up sheep. So they're the ones that are abusing the word of God. And by the way, I just want to give all you people that are faithful out there some encouragement. These people that act screwed up like this over here, God won't hear their prayers. <laughs> That's the best news of the day. It's in the Bible. But look at that. It's the best news of the day. So it's like, knock yourself out with all your friendly fire. God will just strike it down. Strike it down. I'm like, wear yourself out. Like a little brat throwing a temper tantrum. Just knock the 
Just do it, God. Knock their structures down. It's hilariously funny. So, okay, let's move on. That's the best news of the day. They've got opportunities, though, in C2. You got opportunities to become a bigger and brighter you through him. Or you can stay stuck and get stagnant and fall away. That's where that's taking you if you choose to do that. And we've got a lot of the churches stuck in some level of C2 because we weren't faced in dealing with what we're dealing with now. We weren't having to learn about witchcraft 30 and 40 years ago. That wasn't what we were looking for in the church. Hopefully you weren't operating in it then. Now it's becoming very prevalent where we're having to think about it. We're having to look for it and be aware of it. But we weren't fighting the same fights then that we are now. So obviously we're having to educate ourselves about what they're doing and how it affects us, whatnot. And if they're mixing the holy with the unholy. Hello, if you're allowing, if you're a leader and you're allowing, you're and you have different cultures coming into your church and you're not educating them on the difference between strange fire and Holy Ghost fire, and you're just uh, not even, you don't want to deal with it because you don't want to deal with the loss of revenue. God says, it's going to cost you in this season. It's going to cost you because you're a leader. You know the truth. The Lord says, I'm holding you accountable. Stand up in all truth and to start educating your sheep on the difference between the good, the pure, and the lovely, and a lie. And there are a lot of cultures that practice Santeria. They practice Native American Indian witchcraft. They practice the occult. And they think God's not going to mind if I just add a little dab over here of witchcraft with my prayers. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He sure does. Suffereth not a witch to live. So much so, he'll strike him dead. And you with him for not calling them out, leaders. You better start start standing up for the truth because this is a season where it's going to matter. He's coming in with all truth and the judgment of God is right behind him. And he's coming in with judgment to inspect everything that's not aligned in him. So it's going to matter. It's going to matter a lot. So if you choose to strange, stay in strange fire, the Lord says you've sealed your own fate. You're going to fall away. <clears throat> he's telling you before it happens. Because God won't invite you into higher levels or realms of his kingdom if you're choosing to stay the same or stay in the Zodiac clock. He's not bringing the devil into himself. Are you crazy? He's, that's the Zodiac. That's the devil's heart. And if you're choosing to develop the devil's heart, he's not going to bring him the devil's heart into his own heart. That's just mental retardation. Come on. So let's, let's get... Real, this is a time to get honest with yourself about your heart condition and getting honest with him because he knows where you're at. He knows the malice. He knows the the nastiness. He knows the bitterness of soul. You know what? Can I go there, God? Okay, I'll wait on that. Thanks, God. So what do you do when you find yourself in difficulty? What do you do when you find yourself about a predicament that maybe you were in a past season and you've made a bad decision that's caused you bitterness of soul. That's what's going on. It's bitterness of soul. What do you do if you've created an Ishmael, married the wrong person? What do you do if you've gotten the wrong job? You're too far in. You're almost close to retirement. I don't know. You, you've got a lot of Jezebels operating in there around you right now. Things aren't the same as they were when you first got hired. 
What do you do if your dreams have been prolonged? What do you, bitterness of soul. What do you do if your ministry has been delayed? Or <clears throat> maybe you made mistakes in past seasons and God told you to course correct things. You didn't obey. And now it's cost you. Bitterness of soul. What do you do? Well, my first inclination would be to ask God what he thinks about the situation. And then I would listen and hear what he had to say to me. And I would do exactly what he told me to do. If you want things to change, you go to the king. The true king. Hey there. There, Erica. And if, and if you're not willing to do that, then you might as well just quit while you're ahead. I'm not, I'm not cutting any slack with you today. I'm just being honest. Because if you're not willing to deal with the truth about yourself, then you're set up and you're a prime candidate for falling away. I'm going to be hitting you with this truth. We're in a season where God's doing heart inspections. Do you understand? It's not like the ninth of Av. This is all year round from now on until he comes to get us. Until he brings in the new Jerusalem. He will be continually doing hard inspections throughout the year. But you've got critical places and critical junctures in the year where he's saying, okay, let's do a heart check. Let's do a heart check now again. Let's do a heart check here again. Come on. He's trying to work with you. He's trying to get you to come higher. He's trying to help you like a good dad does. But half of you are so stiff-necked and so you know everything. Oh, I've been in ministry for blah, blah, blah. But apparently you don't know everything or you would be higher in the spirit. I'm not trying to be prideful. I'm telling you the truth. <clears throat> I'm a double truth prophet. I can't help but be me. Not to mention I was born at 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock hour. So when you're hitting my vessel, that means time's late. God say it's late. Judgment's here. The truth's here. Judgment's right behind it. So I'm trying to get you the truth if you'll listen. And when truth comes in, double truth, it's like a weed whacker. It's going to whack you down to the nub where you can bear much fruit if you'll listen. And if you quit getting so stinking offended over everything, that is so ridiculously immature. Some of you are 50, 60, 70 years old. Some of you even younger. The younger ones are actually better because they were born for all truth. This later generation was born into this late time. And by the way, some of you who continue to stay in your old fake plastic, fake holy plastic Christianity, you're trying to minister to them from that fake place. They're like, get out of here. Really? What has it done for you? You haven't changed. Look at you. And you want to tell me how to live? They're born in a late time for a specific reason. They're born into all truth. Do you understand? So you can't hit them with the same crap you've been living in, trying to convince yourself of was God when it's not because you haven't been transformed. It's a time to get honest with yourself. What do you do when you step into these hard places? And you've chosen to stay the same or have gotten behind in time. Because most likely you're behind spiritually as well. So you've gotten caught up in past strange fires from C2. Which means you've chosen not to get free when the opportunities arose. <clears throat> so this season. Pardon me if my voice is deep. It's allergies. 
Lord's saying again, get honest with yourself in me. So I can free you up into higher level living, into love, to get everybody free around you. I bet some of you, some of you people that are stuck in bitterness of soul, I bet 10 bucks that you are the elephant in the room, that you are the elephant in the room. I've talked about the elephant in the room. God was going to deal with the elephant in the room this year. What if it's you? Well, nobody can tell you the truth. Nobody can say the truth to you because of your immaturity in throwing temper tantrums. Some of you, the Lord has shown me, have such rage issues that nobody confronts you because they don't want to ignite you. Hello, God's fixing to light your fire right now. He's going to light a flame under your butt that's going to fly you to the moon if you don't change or be changed. And you don't want him taking you through a heart breaking to break your heart. Fall on the rock. Don't make it fall on you. The Lord's saying you've got to be ready to get honest with yourself and be awake. That's the second thing. <clears throat> when Joel saw the condition of the church with the dying vines and no wine, he wept. He wept. Because he saw how many people were growing very sick spiritually for having not listened in past seasons. And Joel saw how their sins had brought judgment on the land. And this was a time to lament. You know what lament means? It's a time to grieve and have sorrow for how far away America has fallen from love, how far away from God. The church has fallen. It's a very sick, sick. It's truly the definition of what it was meant to be. Only the only thing is it's, it's now rotting. The church has become rotting, except for those churches who are like little treasure chests who have chosen to get free and they've chosen to obey the Lord and they're listening to the prophets. Hello, when you listen to the prophets, you're blessed. You're blessed. So Joel saw all the damage that had had and was causing that this 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 sickness was causing to innocent people where leaders had failed to address the real needs in the church which would have created a new pathway for all had they obeyed so god's grief and sorrow went out to those who had gotten stuck spiritually without new wine because of a few refusing to change and obey and do things a new way Lord says it's time to repent. It's time to seek the Lord in this season. And then it's time to cry out. Because this is what you do when you get yourself into a jam. Because if you know how to run to the Lord by yourself, then you know how to do it as a group. You know how to learn you learn how to get back up and into position. And it might, might it might not mean that you'll have the same position because of getting behind, but at least you'll be moving forward. And this is the key. You'll be safe. You'll be safe. I'm sensing that a lot of leaders have been listening to some of my messages and they're in a panic because they're realizing, oh my God, I'm not prepared. Yeah, you're not. I'm sorry to tell you, but you're not. But I didn't make your decisions for you in past seasons. God gave you directives, some of you, and you didn't obey. 
So now you're way behind spiritually. Your sheep are behind spiritually. I'm not trying to continue browbeating you. I'm not doing that. I'm speaking the truth. But God's saying, if, and so you're in a panic. These people got in a panic. So then they're trying to, what do you say, jerry-rig their way into the new season. Have you ever heard of that terminology? People try to take shortcuts. There are no shortcuts into the new wine, guys. None. The only way out is through. The only way out is by getting deliverance ministry, major deliverance ministry. That's the only way. Why do you think God's bringing up all these deliverance ministers now? Teaching you about the courts of heaven. He's trying to show you the new move. It's part of the new move. But if you learn how to do it as a group, you can take your whole group through deliverance and you can all be safe without losing wine. Because it's also a crushing season. If you feel like you've been stripped down to nothing, and you're thinking, I, I can't do anything else, God. Yes, you can. He made you for this season. Yes, you can. It's a crushing season. So he's putting up the pressure. He's turning up the pressure to crush you a little bit more to develop that new wine if you've been faithful and want to come into the divine. You're being crushed. Try to help you push you into the new. But for those of you who have lost wine and you're refusing to be crushed by refusing to deal with heart issues, it'll cost you hugely in this season because God's looking for humbleness, humble hearts, people willing to do the impossible. Is that you? Even when tired and exhausted, they're still willing to do what he has called them to do because they know he's eternal. Where's your limitations? He birthed you into this time. He knew, he knows how he made you. He knows what you're capable of. And so he knows what he's put within you and he can refresh you. He can refurbish you. And God says, if you do, you'll run right into me, says the Lord, into new steam or new wine. It's a crushing, a crushing process or new revelation. But in this season, if you get behind, it's a permanent thing, says the Lord. And it will cost you because you won't be able to catch back up where you once were because of the level of witchcraft we're now dealing with. <clears throat> it's not that anybody has anything against some of you. It's just that God said, okay, you got behind. Now you're standing back up in me, so now I can reposition you and use you in a different capacity. But because of the opposition, you've got so much occult activity now. The darkness, as the light gets lighter, the darkness gets darker. It's in the Bible. He warned us. It's also a line of demarcation. But this is also why God tells us to listen and obey immediately. Because he knew what was coming, and now it's here all around us. And if you've chosen to live a lie by convincing yourself that I'm fine here, let me show you what, what I'm going to, this is what I feel like some days. And I can relate with some of you. Have you ever felt like this before? I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. You feel all bushwhacked. You're thinking to yourself, no, I'm good. I'm good, God. I'm really, really good. It's all good. You ever felt like that? The Lord says in this season, if you're trying to convince yourself that you're fine, 
I'm fine. Everything's fine. There's nothing you need to worry about here. <clears throat> Chances are you're a prime candidate for getting left behind spiritually. Or says it's not funny anymore. This isn't funny anymore. This isn't room for games anymore. This is a people group. And there's a people group in this hour. And Lord says that are in that t-shirt group that I just popped up there. Or they thought it was just a joke. Oh, he'll always have mercy for me. He'll always make a way for me. <clears throat> yes, he will. But you'll get left behind. Because a lot of people have stolen their birthrights for a bowl of stew. For past disobedience. That's how critical the hour is. And they're getting angry at God for what they caused or chose. This isn't that time, by the way, guys. There's no room for that. It's a time of accountability. Is God still taking pity on his people and his attempt at forcing them to learn this new way? He wasn't trying to betray you or leave you. He's trying to bring you into firepower so that you'll be safe. <clears throat> Sorry. And Lord says, even though we move through C4, <clears throat> I'm sorry. There are two huge myriads of armies amassing. <clears throat> Again, there's the occult's army and God's army. But there are more that are for us than are against us. Second Kings 6.16. So if you've got new wine, then you've got the firepower needed to fight through him. John 10.35. For those who come forward, you're getting ready for a new season. This is the good news for you. And nothing could stop it, by the way. But for those with this new firepower, thank God you did choose to obey because God is using you now to push the demonic back so that the people underneath you that have gotten behind can come up if you're choosing to. That's the good news. That's the good news. The Lord's saying, don't be afraid. God's about to do great things, which will bring great blessing. Because we're entering into a season of God's weighty presence. Have you been sensing that in the spirit? Which is going to lead us into all revival. Have you been sensing that? Which brings us to Revelations 1, 1 through 20. Where the truth comes marching on like a priest and a king. <clears throat> and it was interesting the other day, I had this vision. And God took me into the throne room of God. And I saw his throne and it's different, actually, when he's not sitting on it, because he wasn't sitting on it. He hadn't come into the room yet. So it was beautiful white, and it was taupe, white and taupe, and just pure and pristine. It was immaculate, actually. And so what the Lord told me this stood for is that it appears we have a huge conflict arising on the forefront with God drawing his true remnant around his throne, those who will come up higher against the enemy's throne in the earth, on earth as it is in heaven. You understand what he's saying there? He's bringing in heaven into the earth. That's what the conflict's about. The enemy's really mad that the enemy, or excuse me, that the people of God, the remnant of God, have arisen to the place now where we're able to co-create with God and bring heaven into the earth realm. <clears throat> but it's up to us to choose which throne we're going to serve under. 
So you're either going to serve the flesh and stay in the zodiac, in the devil's heart, or you're going to get free and you're going to come up and serve the Lord in his heart, in his ways. And you can't do it your way. You're going to die to the flesh. You're going to put that part of you away. You're going to get delivered in this next season, which means we have to come up to a higher standard of living, which brings new firepower. So there will be worship in heaven and warfare on earth going on, which has proven itself to be every bit true. Where the Lord sits as the victor on those vessels who have chosen to come up and into that new weighty presence. The Lord says it doesn't matter how much friendly fire is trying to rise up around you or how much occult activity is trying to rise up because nothing and no one is a match for the King of Kings. That's why that weightiness is starting to fall on some of you. Hallelujah. The Lord says, if you don't know truth in this season, you'll miss this new move. If you're not willing to walk in the truth about yourself, the truth about everything going on around you, you'll miss it all and you'll get left behind. But the last days have been marked by an increase of evil, the rise of a world government, a world ruler, or an attempt of the devil to destroy God's people. So God says, I'm going to pour out myself on my people. I'm going to pour out my spirit. And then I'm going to pour out my wrath on a rebellious world. And then the end will come. I'll let my son return and restore my people to build my kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. The Lord said the building process has already started as you learn to co-create with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Which brings us to Psalms 128, 1 through 6, and it talks about blessings for those who fear the king. Blessings for those who choose to sing a new song with him. You get to enjoy the blessing of employment. You get to enjoy blessings at home. While watching, this is part of this new move too. For those of you who choose to deal with the elephant in the room, <clears throat> mainly you. If you choose to get free, the Lord says, watch me reorganize your families. Where even your families come on the same spiritual page. Hello, he told me that a week and a half ago as well. He's confirming his word today. Everything will come into alignment and will heal, help to heal many, many people of bitterness of soul. He's no respecter of persons. What he does for one, he does for all. Why do you think he's trying to get you to listen? You get free from this thing. You're the conduit that's going to blow the cap off of all this other stuff for healing in your family. If you'll just obey. And it'll create a blessing at home while you touch others around your table and become a fruitful garden. A fruitful garden. While you learn to allow God to spread himself to your city and your nation, which will then go on from generation to generation. And this brings us, as we wrap up today, to Proverbs 29, 18, and I'll put this up on the screen before while I wrap this up. This is our new channel. If you haven't checked us out on Monday Night Live, you're going to want to go over there and subscribe. <clears throat> if you're on my YouTube channel, can you guys please pop that up in the screen for chat to 
give them the link over to that new channel. <clears throat> Pardon me, we're up to about 600 people for that new class. I haven't checked it lately. That's my last check on it. But the class is getting big. Um, and it's to help you rebuild your foundations in love. Your foundations, let me stress, foundations of honor, honor, honor. Bringing you back to the basics of love. <clears throat> and if you like what you're learning there, I'm not going to be the teacher there, by the way. I'll be there a couple times. I may be checking in here and there to help Sonya do some things. But she's our wonderful instructor. She, you're going to love her teaching style. She's got a great flavor. It's a phenomenal teacher. Um, and if you choose to join, if you like what you hear, join the team. Join the ministry. And then you can step into fast pace. <clears throat> Deliverance ministry will take you, start taking you three. Uh, deliverance ministry. You know what? Let me see if I can get that channel up for you real quick, Erica. Um, I can't see my other station up here. I'm going to see if I can do it over here. Give me one second. Up for me. I will switch my. Oh, we're up to. Yeah, we're up pretty high. It's this account over here. But you're going to want to do it. Um, Telling you, there's a you can learn a lot. I'm gonna teach you about armor bearing. Also, here you go. I'll put it over here on Facebook too. There you go. Just go over to there and go subscribe over there. But um, you're gonna want to go subscribe because there's a lot of meat to that. And then if you like what you're doing and you want to go deeper, then you can become a member of Ezekiel's Will, and we'll get you going higher. At a very, very fast rate to the Lord on our life. That's just the call on this ministry. There are a few other ministries around us that do the same thing. I know Daniel Duvall is one of them, but we all have a different flavor and the different things that God has us teach. So that this is ours. We teach you about how to move through the heart of God every year. But this let's go on into Proverbs 29, 18 while we wrap up today. I want to thank you guys for joining me. I'm Dr. Missy. We do these on Tuesdays and Fridays. And um, Proverbs 29, 18 states this. Where there's no revelation or new wine, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. Blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. And you know, I will say, there have been times in my walk where my walk got slow. Um, or maybe old. And I, I was thinking, you know, what's up with this? The Lord says, I'm trying to teach you something. I'm trying to teach you how to press into deeper levels of me. And I'm thinking, I thought I was pressing into deeper levels of you. And he said, no, that's why I drew my spirit back. And when he draws his spirit back from me, that's a pretty good indica an indicator, if I can talk. Sorry. It's a good indicator that he's trying to get you to go deeper into him, to press into a new level of him. But I think the problem that the church has struggled with is that for one in our prior years as a body we didn't have a problem moving through the heart of god we didn't really have a need to learn about it we were automatically being transformed into it because of just the natural transformation process of the times and seasons without all the interruptions of witchcraft but then witchcraft came on the scene and they started manipulating it through planetary magic through the cosmos sun, moon, and stars magic, zodiac magic. So they started manipulating the people of God to try to bring their God onto the scene. So now we're faced with this new uh, 
education, if you will, or difficulty of having to learn how to battle this new enemy. He's really an old enemy. Nothing's ever new under the sun with Satan. Um, but we're having to learn how to overcome. And so this is the part of the new wine that God's bringing us into to teach us how to overcome. That's why we're here. But I'm going to leave you with that, guys. I hope you're having a great week, having a great Friday, wrapping up your week as you move into the weekend. Um, if we don't catch you uh, before the day's out, hopefully you'll see me online. If not, I'll look forward to seeing you next Tuesday on the 15-Minute Rev. And if not, I'll catch you on Friday. But until then, you guys keep shopping, keep having a wonderful holiday season, and I'll see you then.